welcome back to episode 22 of You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void. Who's going to handle the recap? Not it. Um, so we uh, we were in the, the camp town from the war zone. Basically, we went back to base and um, Jakob Pridey, who I realized like last <laughs> week was actually Jacob Pridey's <laughs> name. But with a twist, uh, as I was editing the episode, I was just like, oh, wait, oh, okay, makes sense. So, uh, Yaka Pridey took I us to I did say like, Jacob, but with a Y. Right. Yeah, no, okay. it just went right past. Um, fucking dip Shout out shit. to Jacob Pridey, the guy who puts countless hours into making music for all right. our episodes. Shout Finally out to you. Finally gets a name. Sorry I didn't do that in season one. All right. Uh, so we meet up with Jakob Pridey and uh, a slew of characters that, whose names I don't remember um, in like the main base building. And they tell us uh, about a... I'm going to fail this so hard. Uh, there's a mission that they're, that they're on. And it is to bring something via train... To another location. Why don't you? Why don't you do the recap, yeah. Kirk? <laughs> it's Mewtwo. Yeah. So it's, it's maybe Mewtwo. Okay. So Mew one. You you met you met the other generals in the Valiant Army, and the intel that they've gotten is that Avarice is essentially going to be landing on the southern east, a southeasternmost portion of the region. They're kind of going to try to establish a stronghold there and kind of use that as a point to push across and kind of take over uh, the region. Um, and it's you're, you're in the, the war that is outlaid in the timeline. So because of you all coming back from the future into the past, they said, all right, we're not going to pull any punches. This might be the point of inflection of this war. So we're going to get our secret weapon in the mix now. Um and that's why Mewtwo's being uh, brought to essentially uh, where they're going to uh, intervene or intercede into uh, Avarice's push into the region. So we uh, have already kind of altered the past by telling correct. them to do this early. Okay. Yeah. So kind of like uh, Jakob's approach is, well, if you're telling us we lose and you're here for a purpose, like... Let's pull out all the stops now and just try to make this big stand with everything we've got is essentially the the gist. Um, you guys enter what used to be called the Battle Subway, um, which you can kind of discern was for trainer battles and is now used as a Valiant Army's transport kind of all across the region to kind of bring supplies, troops, whatever, trainers, and uh, medical supplies, whatever, all across the region. They're using that to transport their kind of secret weapon, uh, which is Mewtwo, the all-powerful uh, psychic-type Pokemon, uh, which is currently in an incubation tube that is being essentially kind of revitalized and kind of brought to full power um, so that it's effectively kind of ready to go. And you're kind of getting the, the vibe that it wasn't quite ready, but now we're in a spot where it needs to be made ready to kind of throw everything uh, in the kitchen sink at uh, the Valiant Army as they enter. So you're on the battle subway. Um, Barnaby is in the, sh the, the containment hold with the Mewtwo. Right outside that door is Hulma, 
who is the kind of underworld kind of boss. Uh, I believe Randy Machop is in the front last car that you kind yes. of stowed away there. So Looking that's out. so that's car. I don't know, whatever. Nine. You guys are four cars up, and I think I said car five, which is where you guys are kind of uh, insulating and hanging out, and then protecting the front of the the subway is uh, Jakob and Rude, um, who are the other two generals, obviously. So the kind of last clip is the subway leaves the station, and you guys are hurling towards. Um, I believe I don't. I don't. Again, I'm gonna check my notes so I don't like fuck up something that I actually planned. Uh, New Vima Town, which is actually fun fact. I think it's the starting town of the region. Like if you're playing the video games. Um. Okay. And that's so you guys are in car five, and that's where you guys are at now. Just kind of sitting there, the subway's buzzing, and you're in car five. Uh, June's kind of uh, drumming her fingers on her knees. Or- Legs are bopping up and down. She's sitting in her seat, a little worried about Randy, making sure, just thinking about him, making sure he's okay. Jimmy's just settling in for what will surely be an unoffendful train ride that will arrive at its destination shortly. Uh, Mortimer's just sitting sitting there. He's got his boot off. Uh, he's checking out his tattoo. <laughs> just, you know, boredom. So, uh, so Jimmy, uh, I mean to ask you this. You ever... You ever been in jail? You ever get caught? Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah? What? No. No, I haven't. <laughs> well, what is it? <laughs> what is it? I'm curious. Of course I've been to jail. How is it in there? How? how it's bad. It's bad. You know, I don't recommend it. I've only been briefly. Um, as a master of guile. It's hard to keep me, uh, keep me in jail. It's hard to hard to prove anything, pin anything on me. But um, you know, everybody's gonna get snagged every now and again by the police. You um, just sweet talk your way out of it. Yeah, eventually. Usually, yeah, I, think I, I think I could do that. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> Morty, how about you? What uh, you ever spent any time in the pen? Uh, would you go to jail for? I uh, I spent time in the chicken pen because um, you know that's... our chickens escaped one time and I uh, had to wrangle them and return them. But that that's the only pen that uh, that I've spent time in. It's fascinating, Morty. It's fascinating. <laughs> okay, just give me whatever. That's just gonna pull the plug. To role play small talk. <laughs> yep, pulling the plug on that. Everybody, roll a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. All we right. are so good that at Dungeons and Dragons. Twenty. I rolled a sixteen plus seven, which is a twenty-three. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> my my uh, perception is plus zero, so Joe's roll is actually technically higher than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we we favor the natural twenty here. Um. Uh. So you guys actually get different things. So Joe. Your 23 actually brings your eyes to kind of the bench across from you. You kind of see a flyer lying underneath, and it says uh, it's uh, something to to the tune of, have have you earned five wins in the battle subway? 
then it's time to test your hand in the Pokemon League. And on the front of it is actually Jakob with Exploud with their arms crossed. And it says, come earn your badges today. Oh, um, shit. So you, it's kind of like a crumpled up flyer. Maybe it was like posted to the wall inside of the battle subway, what have you. Um, Jimmy. You just hear kind of like the, the hum of the subway, but you hear just kind of a wavering creak a little bit. Um, and it seems to be coming from the front of the subway. It's just, it's like... A, a wavering what, you said? Like, a, like, like with, with, the, with the wavering motion of the um, subway car itself... You just kind of notice for one of the undulations, it kind of go like, kind of has like a weird creak to it as it kind of hits back into stride. So, without a very, so very from the front, yeah, like the 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 uh, the noise seems to be coming to you from car four, not car six, which is the one that's behind you. And we're in five. Correct. Okay. Uh, Jimmy says, "Hey, everybody." Uh Look alive real quick. And he starts to uh, walk up towards number four. And I forget, can we see through the uh, windows into the next car? Yeah, so it's a door with a handle um, that opens towards you. And it has kind of uh, the same sized porthole, I'll say, as uh, kind of like an airplane. uh, Or, you know, in your row on an airplane. Just, you know, about that big. Well, can I see anything through it? You do not see anything through it, uh, just kind of in a cursory glance, no. June's going to snatch up the uh, flyer and just kind of like nudge Morty and say, hey, check this out while they're following Jimmy. Hey, check this out. Is this a battle train? Is this, well, you think it's still active? Or can I see the, is there a year on it? On the flyer? Yeah. Uh, Again, I know we haven't really established like hard dates, but... um, it, it it looks 10, 15 years old from, you know, it's kind of like something flight, that was just yeah. plastered, you know, at, and when the battle subway is still in use kind of before maybe Avarice common or excuse me, not Avarice before uh, the Valiant Army commandeered it to kind of like use as, you know, their their way around the region, their their principal travel around the region. OK, yeah, I show it to Morty. Uh, I got I got to ask uh, Jakob about this. This looks pretty sweet. Um. Jimmy is gonna walk into the next cart, um, in the next car, and as he's stepping between, he's gonna see if he can look up uh, and see if there's anything on the outside of the car. Um, okay, so you're you're opening the door. You're not stepping into the next car. You're like leaning out to look above you. I am stepping into the next... Well, I'm leaning so, up to look above me as I step towards stepping into the next car. And if I don't see anything, I'm going to go into the next car. Okay, so... If I do so, see something, I will stop. Okay, give me a perception check. <laughs> Three. Uh, you don't <laughs> see anything above the car, no. Okay. And actually, give me another perception check. Give me a perception check. So that was for above the car. Give me a perception check for the for car four. Eighteen. Okay. Um, you're you're looking straight ahead, and you think you see something flash kind of very quickly in front of the next porthole, going from car four to car three. 
Hi, Fred. Do we have like walkie talkies or anything? You guys can talk to each other through the watch and HB. Where remind me where HB is, or is she with us? HB is in Nimbasa with their tech crew, trying to essentially try to instill some technology from the future mm, into right. the past. That's right. Which is where we came from. Uh, no, you guys came from a desert town that, or not a desert town, excuse me, essentially a desert base that was outside of Nimbasa, which is the big, big central city of the region. So Jimmy turns back to June and Morty. And he says, somebody go tell the guys in the back of the car to be ready because I think something's going on. Well, what do you um, what do you see, Jimmy? Were we supposed to stay in car five? Mm, something's happening. Something's happening. Uh, something's happening to the train right now. I, uh, I I I don't I don't I don't think that we are supposed to leave our car, Jimmy. Um, well, then go bang on the window. Go open are, the door. They're all the way. They're all the way in like car nine, and we're in car five. And I know math. Aren't they split between us? Isn't there somebody in car four? Or are we? We just have empty cars on either side of us. Mm, okay. Uh, June, puts it, June puts her hand up to Jimmy's for, for, forehead. Hold on. For those listening, I did nod my head yes to answer to yeah. Jamal. <laughs> uh, Jimmy's like, I don't, I don't care what they told us to do. I'm going to go tell them because I think we're about to get attacked. But what do you see? So, so my timer Stuff. alarm, my timer alarm went off. That was that was five <laughs> minutes uh, from the initial not- notification there. Uh, Jimmy, you're up front. You immediately see black smoke starting to billow into car four from under the door. And before you can react to that, um, a a massive uh, fireball roars into the room and kind of like uh, expelled from that blast is uh, Jakob getting... Uh, the Jakob getting thrown through with Exploud kind of on his chest as they're both thrown back into car four and they kind of land with a thud and his um, uh, guitar that's on his back kind of crunches and uh, Jakob Pridey, aka real Jacob Pretty kind of like make that kind of like a, a sliding like as like the guitar's kind of going out, but then like give us like some heavy like wah, 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 and then like bring us in. So they are sent into the room and they land and crash and kind of skid halfway into the room. And you see Jakob flip on his stomach and see you, Jimmy. And he like takes in and he, he kind of winces because some, some he's just injured from the weight of the explode landing on him. And he draws in his breath. Get to the fucking back and protect Mewtwo! And he kind of flips back onto his back. Mozart! Boom burst! And he reaches into his pocket and barely is able to roll out a Pokeball. (sighs) Amadeus, add more power with your own boom burst! And cracking out of the Pokeball is a large black and purple bat-like Pokemon that screeches into action as the Explode picks up and they rush back into car three. Jimmy turns what around and fuck? says, what did I just say? What did okay. I just say? Jimmy, you called it. <laughs> June, uh, June's going to quickly like point her watch at this uh, thing that just came out of uh, Jakob's Pokeball. We have uh To the surprise of absolutely no one, I'm not ready for this. 
my question, my question, real quick, while we were doing that. So he got blasted from. So we are, we were in car five, headed towards car four. He got blasted away from car three, like towards us. Correct. So he was, so, in, okay. he was in one, working his way backwards, like working okay. back towards <clears> us. Got correct. It. He got blasted yep. in front of us towards. He's where where we are. Yeah. And so one is AKA the engine. And one is the front. Yes. The engine. Yeah. Not the caboose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The caboose. And so we, we are directed to hightail it backwards where we came from and further. I'm worried about uh, the engine being in trouble. The train that we're on. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. I'm going to the caboose. That's fair. <laughs> if we get stalled and stopped. Uh, do the uh, to. Uh, what were the words that just came out of my face? Holy smoke. <laughs> Tula, Tula. Once again, Googling, how do you play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> okay. I, 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 am, I am ready for the watch readout now. All right. Noivern. They fly around on moonless nights and attack careless prey. Nothing can beat them in battle in the dark. Badass Pokemon. Um, and oh, oh, as he, you know, uh, as Exploud should happen to our good friend. Cool. <laughs> uh, so as Exploud and um, Noivern screech back in with just these massive concussive uh, boom bursts into Car Three, kind of like splitting the smoke for a second, but not enough so you can kind of see what's in there. It kind of like splits and then like closes back in on itself. Jimmy, you were in between Car Four, Car Five tail into car four june morty you guys are in car five you're up you're, you guys Jimmy, can be- jimmy's running back towards the caboose to warn everybody else and may i ask as we're going do the doors that we're running through between the cars open in or out so they they open into the into the next car as you go back towards the train, they open into the next car. Okay. And I think I said that right, because when you're going into car four, I said you turned the handle and you pulled it towards you. Okay. And ju- just for my sense of space, like, Laron's huge. Is this, like, train or, like, train cars where there's, like, sliding doors that maybe a couple humans can fit through? Or are these, like, garage size, ginormous, like... Uh, chambers. Uh, there, like, could uh, I ride my Laron through the train car, or is it more like okay, this way? Okay, no, it's Got it's it. it's meant for like single file person travel. Have you ever been on a train before? No, I mean, no, I mean like a, a passenger train and a battle car where I would okay. imagine Pokemon battles happened would Fair be enough. like Fair larger. Uh, so yeah, I, I hightail it, kind of slipping as I d- turn face and follow Jimmy uh, towards the back. Mortimer uh, slips on his boot and runs along as well. Um, so just for the sake is the order Jimmy June Morty. Morty. Yep. Okay. Um, so Jimmy, as soon as you enter, uh, car six, there's, um, two individuals dressed in, uh, all black with dark blue berets that burst into car six from car seven. And with no hesitation, 
Um, each of them pull out a Pokeball and heave it into the middle of the car. Go, Dublade! Go, Semipore! And these two Pokemon erupt out and materialize into the middle of the room. Dublade and what was the other one? Dublade and Semipore. Water monkey. Semipore. I think I pronounced it. Is that like the water monkey? Yes. Yep. I think I pronounced it correctly. Jimmy, since you are in the room... Um, I'm, I, I don't know if investigation, this is kind of what I was trying to figure out earlier. Um, but I, I want you to give me an investigation, um, just to kind of, Joe, let me ask you actually, yeah. I, I want, I want essentially to Jimmy be able to make a role to analyze the room itself, like the limitations uh. and the construct of the room. I mean, that would just be perception. perception right? That would just be perception. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, if you could give me a perception check. Two. Wow. <clears throat> okay. <All> right. <laughs> no information is gathered now. Uh, so, Jimmy, Jimbo. You're, Jimmy, you're in the room. Um, and I will say... Uh, you know, for the sake of level setting, June and Mortimer, you guys are in the room, uh, or in, in car six as well. Um, so let's do some initiative rolls. everybody this is joe you're june uh this is episode 22 thanks for listening i just want to give a quick shout out to all our patreon subscribers those that financially support the show we really appreciate your support um especially those master trainers that donate ten dollars or more a month and those people are andre and on whoa wow woo andre k rip the cord darth nate max bender rockin r's woodshop holly roxana strive for honor jello crew John Tugas, Daniel Johnson, Nick Jensen, Chris, uh, Chuck Lewick, Zenzeba, Long Live Durf, Henry Calhoff, I laugh every time I read that, Henry Calhoff, Chubbles, Joe, Prudhomme, Zach Gunther, Cubicle Pirate, John Dwyer, Craig Spaulding, Caitlin Harvey, Robert Gregory, Garrett Johnson, Joey Balboa, Spoopy Fondue, Sam J. O. Melton, Fumbles O'Brien, Charles Hollow, 8-Bit Wizard, Raver E. Alice, Chris Nelson, Super Average Jason, Team Finch, Mark Deacon, Matthew Watson, and Mark Albright. Thank you all so, so much for your donations to the show. We really appreciate it. Um, we've been able to improve every day because of it. And um, I think that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of the episode and hope everyone uh, has a good start to 2021 we'll see you uh we'll see you next time peace out okay you guys have fire types right for the sake i have a fire type for the sake of balance um so again let's let's see let's use a little uh little um thought experiment here and trying to try to keep it a little honest um you haven't watched scandom yet which is usually what tells you the elemental type um so i'm gonna give you all the opportunity to either use your turn to scan it and gain that knowledge or choose a pokemon to to put into battle um as your turn would come up so um i don't think it would you know 
maybe by look now you can infer what things are what they might be weak to or whatever but just uh keep that in uh kind of in the back of your mind when you're making the decisions for your turn um but if you want to elect to start the battle with a pokemon i will allow you to choose one now all right i'm, I'm marty's choosing to chew yeah uh june would have chosen Cinder anyway, because Laron doesn't fit. So, so Laron <laughs> fits. Door, he doesn't fit through the door. He fits in the car, but he definitely fits in the battle oh, okay. subway car for sure. Uh, then I'm gonna pick him because he's my bud, and he's level ten. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll, uh, I'll do uh, Girder. Uh, so Jimmy, if you're choosing off the bat, you are uh, you are first up, first to act. I think the funniest thing to do would be for him to use Wake Up Slap, which is a fighting type move on uh, Double Eight. So <laughs> we'll give that a swing. I don't even know if I need to roll. But if I do, that is a 11. I don't think it actually matters. In the game, it wouldn't matter. What, fighting? Because it, it just automatically misses? It would just say it doesn't affect. Yeah, it fails. But, um, no. Okay, so the way... I actually just updated these rules. Um, if you <coughs> attack something with a damaging move of the type that it's immune to, nothing happens. So wake up slap, nothing would happen. If you were to, for instance, thunder wave a ground type, a ground, ground is immune to electric but it's not immune to being paralyzed by thunder waves. So you only, the immunity only grants you immunity to damaging moves, basically. Oh. Just so you know. Fascinating. Yeah. You can use Confuse Ray on a normal type, basically, even though that's Ghost. Interesting. But you can't use Lick. Yeah. So you can use Toxic on a Steel type? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, no. Poison status... Can't, uh, steel type can't be poisoned. That's like in the gotcha. rules. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so wake up slap. Um, as as you roll for wake up sna- uh, wake up slap, you um, recognize that for some reason Timber gets another crack at it. So any attack now uh, that you make on uh, Dubblade is actually with advantage. Interesting. Okay. It is. I'll, 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 ju- it I'll, ju- I'll just tell you for the sake of complete. It's uh, <laughs> it's his ability. Um, one one of the traits which Dubblade always attacks with advantage and always gets attacked with advantage. No guard. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, my second roll is a fifteen. Uh, fifteen ties. Which means it. It doesn't hit. It still doesn't, doesn't hit. do anything because it's fighting he's type. Immune. He's immune. That's my <laughs> yeah, correct. He's but, a ghost type. <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't do anything, but it ties for the sake of knowledge throughout the right the battle. Yeah. So Timber uh, Timber winds up to just slap the shit out of these two floating swords in the air, and he he would have nailed them, and he just his hand goes straight through them, and does not affect them at all um next up is dublade and its trainer um immediate says dublade fade backwards you swords dance 
and you see the the dub blade itself the two blades kind of uh, separate and kind of make themselves parallel and spin in a circle around each other and as they split up and kind of go back to their cross pattern you notice that there's just one kind of ethereal sword that is bouncing around it um, and nice. that goes to June alright so June releases Bud who immediately uh, upon um, escaping from his Pokeball just lets out this massive roar um, that echoes through the chamber off the walls. Uh, it is intimidating and aggressive, and I need um, both opponents. If I'm, am I within? If I, I can, I put Layer on within 15 feet of them. Uh, for sure. Yep. Uh, so I'm using the move Roar, and uh, I need them to both make Wisdom saving throws, DC 17. Okay. So I'll do. Dubblade was a 19 and Semipore was a 16. So Okay, so Semipore fails. Uh, so basically what this means is they are frightened, which uh, gives them, as long as they can see me, as long as I'm within their sight, they have disadvantage on all attack rolls uh, and they cannot move closer to me. Um, until they pass a wisdom save, which they make at the end of each of their turns. And I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit what um, they attack with disadvantage. Is that what you said? Yeah, as long as they can see me, they have disadvantage on all ability checks and attack rolls, uh, but they can choose to make a save, a wisdom save at the end of each of their turns to stop being frightened. But as long as they can see me, yeah, they, they can't move closer to me and they have disadvantage on everything. Very cool. So yeah, Lara on uh, Lara Bud comes out and just just roars, uh, and it fills the chamber with this sound. Um, so June, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, Twenty-five. Okay, that's very good. So you notice two things. One is the roar seems to cascade off the walls of the battle subway, and you kind of see the walls of the subway itself kind of ripple and concentrate things back into the car. Um, it kind of mm. seems like things aren't... Pokemon-based moves don't leave the car itself. It's concentrated back into the car. That's one thing. The other thing you notice is the size of the car is large, but three people in the fray or three Pokemon in the fray from your side is congested and might cause problems. Excellent. Okay, cool. Um, so... That is information that June has. Before we go into Morty's turn, June, if you want to use a free action to talk, uh, you're more than uh, more than willing to do that. Um, but again, the, the it's it's almost set up as if you all are on a platform, they're on a platform, and you guys have only limited space for you to have Pokemon and work with. Yeah, because we just entered in. So yeah, June's just going to notice, you know, the situation that they're at. And um, she knows, but working with Bud, the moves that he's learned and how he's evolved and leveled up and the things he can do. And he says, we need to spread out, uh, split up so that they can't target us all at once. And then June uh, directs her and Bud to kind of run off to the side as he uh, keeps this intimidating glare on the on the two Pokemon just to kind of get away from the cluster of her pals um sounds good morty you're up give me a perception check please 17 you don't think a chew's gonna be able to make it down the middle of this uh train car without 
potentially causing collateral damage to Laron or Timber. Ain't that big. <laughs> um, so, like, obviously, like, Harden wouldn't wouldn't put them in yet. harm's way, but, like, a Boogie Boom Boom down the middle might, uh, might have some collateral damage. I shouldn't use Earthquake, then, is what you're saying. Uh... But, like, I, if I get a two out, like, I can move ahead of them, right? There's enough space for me to maneuver, like, to get out in front? Uh, it, it's, go, it's going to, to be a little dexterous, but, yes, you can theoretically do that. Because that's theoretically what I want to do. Okay. <laughs> um, so, a two's already out, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know... Uh, Mortimer kind of peeks up around a, a, a chew, and he sees Simipore, and he goes, "All right, all right, a chew. Um, here's what we're gonna. That's Simipore. All right, here's what I want you to do. Charge!" <laughs> and uh, a chew starts slowly <laughs> moving forward, <laughs> and then uses a thunder wave on the Simipore. Okay. Um... So when is it using uh, Thunder Wave? Once he's out in front, like ahead of Jimmy and... Okay. So uh, Timber Timber needs to do a dex check and so does Laron. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> a dex check? I'm not good at those. Seems like Laron's number one. Yeah. Uh, Deal. <laughs> I did roll a 19 plus one, which is a 20, so... <laughs> Okay, and what about uh, Gold Timber? Oh, oh, well, not I guess it's not Timber Gerder. anymore. It's Gerder. 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 Oh, I thought I thought you said Laron and the other guy. I, I said Timber. I meant to say Gerder. Oh, yep. Um, that's a five plus Timber's dex, which is zero, <laughs> which is five. <laughs> Timber's is worse than. Okay, so Giant Brian, I need you to roll uh, if you have tackle. Uh, still on your sheet. Roll damage I, for that. I did not struggle. I have struggle. struggle. Um, so, what? What is? Uh, how does struggle read? Uh, two for damage. One plus three. Yeah, it's two plus your strength mod. Okay, so just do uh, a, a d6 plus strength. Wait, that's not what struggle. Or you're I, just telling him to do that. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> roll a one. I rolled a two. Plus three. three. It's struggle. Okay. So uh, as as um, Achu makes its way through the battle car, it uh, Laron shifts out of the way and maybe makes uh, the Probo Pass kind of tilt up and one of its uh, snot pauldrons or whatever uh, kind of <laughs> clips the side of Girder on its way past um, and Girder takes five damage and then uh, roll your Thunder Wave. Or, or do I roll for Thunder Wave? You roll on that. Con, uh, con save against my move DC. And I have a disadvantage on this. No, you don't have disadvantage on saving throws. It's just ability checks and attack rolls. Uh, and it was what? Dex? Con. con. Uh, 21. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. <laughs> um, Jimmy, give me a perception check, please. <clears throat> 12. We're going to use the buildup of prior knowledge. You now fully understand 
especially after Girder just got clipped by a chew, that these cars are meant for a maximum of two versus two battling. And that you guys are, every time a third action gets brought into the mix without somebody kind of spinning out of the battle, that you guys have the potential of, of dealing uh, friendly fire. We all realize that, or I realize that? You realize <laughs> just that. Jimmy. I say those words that you just said. You point to a sign on the door that says maximum occupancy four. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's exactly what happens. (laughs) Well, so then, what do we want to do? Fire code. Uh, When he says Mortimer responds, I I choose a beefy boy. Uh, Don't don't mind him. Do what you gotta do. Well, well, Gardar just fucking whiffed on Aegis Slash, or not Aegis Slash. Dubblade. The one that comes before that, Dubblade. Dubblade. So I guess I'll just call him back. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, by the way, do we, um, I believe I released him to fly around. Uh, outside the train a while ago. Is Yanma around? Uh, give me animal handling. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> Nine. No fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> how, how tall are these cars? Um, we'll say 20 feet tall. Like they're they're made for battling for sure. Uh, they're just right. specified almost as if, like I said, you guys are on two platforms just meant to shoot stuff at each other or to battle kind of head to head. Is is the vibe you're getting? Okay. It's like fighting within a cylinder. Only ways forward. Uh, but so you're having timber retreat. Would you like? To switch Pokemon, Girder. use an item, or excuse me, Girder. You're having Girder retreat. Would you like to use an item? Step back. Um, you do, you know, you can maybe lay a hit in and then, you know, weasel your way back to kind of open up the opportunity for, you know, another Pokemon to step in. What do you mean lay a hit in? I mean, <laughs> use an attack and then move out of the way. Like retreat around to open up the the spot to be filled. I don't understand. Hit and run, Wait. kid. Hit and run. <laughs> so it's not. It's not that there can only be two. It's that there can only be two. Like Whatever, in the main. If you hit one of area. them, you're going to hit a chew. Like a chew's probably going to take collateral damage. Off of is that basic, what it is? Right. So yes. right now it's a chew. Aaron and you are all literally on top of each other. Correct. So I, if I hit and run, I well, one, taking but, a guy out is an action. Switching them is an Swi- action. Yeah, yeah, switching a Pokemon out. But moving, physically moving so, away. Essentially, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is, Tens, you can hit and run, which, yes, the first time will cause an issue, but you're now opening up a void. So if Jimmy, or excuse me, if June and Mortimer start implying, you guys can do hit, step, fill, and like you guys are allowed to move. There's going to obviously be some overlap where one person's going to have to kind of swing into the fray, or they can not and retreat. But I'm saying the, di- the dynamic is two versus two head to head. 
any any ad- addition to that is potential for friendly fire to the to the two that you're with. I see. Void. That's why the that's what the show is named. Uh, okay, then I won't bring him back. I'll have him uh, use well, not on age slash. Um, <laughs> you are I? getting all these wrong. Aaron is a Laron. Timber is a Girder. Age slash is a Dublade. Double sword man. Um, all right. Well, then uh, what I'll do is he, he tried to swing and slap uh, age slash. That didn't work. We'll move on from that. We'll do a wake up slap on the monkey. Okay. Pan poor. Pan poor. Semi poor. Semi poor. I, I, right. I knew that wasn't yes. right, but Joe said it, so I said it. <laughs> um, wake up slap is a 22. Yeah, that hits. All right. Which, by the way, <laughs> Gerder has no moves, which can plausibly uh, involve his Gerder. It's all <laughs> kicks and punches. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's just, oh, badass. That's a one <laughs> on my first D8. And an eight on my second D8. That's how averages work. So nine plus six is fifteen. Re- reverting to the mean. I'm good. Okay, let me just. So you slap tried to slap a ghost, and then just turned and tried to slap a monkey. Is that what just happened? Like they're right next to each other. So everyone's kind of like in a ball. Like yeah, yeah. And then Jimmy says, "Gerder." Uh, Go to the other side of the train and open up some space. And Gerder goes, so he's like, tries to like brush past the two of them and turn around so that they're like between all of us. And Gerder is not like right on top of Laron and uh, Achu. Achu and Laron, give me uh, dexterity checks. Uh, okay. Do we, uh, are we doing like attacks of opportunity? Like, uh, would- for, for the sake of this, I am not. Okay. T- so this is basically the, the, like this is video game battle. The, 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 yeah, the friendly fire is taking okay. place of attacks of opportunity. Fourteen. Okay, I got a seventeen. Okay. Uh, a chew uh, tens roll one d six plus uh, girder strength. Yikes. Ten. Chew takes ten damage as girder deftly scampers over Laron, uh, but his. ATST or his walkie thingy leg clips just a chew right in the right in the mustache nose region, just kind of pinpoint right in the oh, edge. And a chew's eyes just oh, water a little bit. That's awful, right? Achu wouldn't cry. No way. Uh, that's not even like he's still above his max HP, like it's fine. This little snot um, out. And uh that brings us to so that was Jimmy. Now Dubblade is up. Um Dubblade Wait, did did Simipore go? Or no, Simipore is last. No, Simipore went. What did they do? Nothing. Simipore is up. You're right, Simipore is up. Um, I actually just skipped Simipore. Doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to make an attack on... Who's right in front of it? A Chew because of the Thunder Wave. Uh, Simipore, you scald! And the Simipore kind of... And you just hear kind of a gurgle and just a jet stream of hot water fire from its mouth. Um, and that is an 18 on a chew. 
Oh, is, bur- is that burned? That Matt, that is even Steven. That is even AC, Steven. AC. So it hits. Yeah. Um, and it was not. It was not a uh, natural eighteen, or it wasn't a sixteen or higher. So no burn there. Um, but we're gonna do damage. Um, is are we using Probo Pass's actual AC now? Like since you fully evolved? Uh, I mean, I don't or, have it as I don't have it as evolved in my thing. It's yeah, it's not evolved. Because it's in not the thing. it's not to level ten that it evolves. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I, I just got plus one AC <clears throat> from um, the blue blockers. Yeah, that's cool. So scald is for nine damage. Um, are you weak to water? I don't know. I don't think so. Hit traits. Hit traits on... Yeah, well, yep. Yep. Okay. So, 18 damage. Um, And that brings us to Dublade, who is going to focus on the Laeron. And uh, just the trainer just pulled that... Dublade! Shadow Sneak on... Laeron. They seem to be knowledgeable about Pokemon more so than the, <laughs> the person. Steel beast. Disadvantage. Yep. Actually, yeah, both of them get disadvantage on all attacks. Uh well the Dublade passed. Semipore did not, right? Uh yeah. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. Dublade did. Uh so that is a twenty-two on Laeron. That'll hit. That will hit. I think I got 4,000 HP. For eight damage. Bring it on. And that brings us to June. Uh, all right. <clears throat> um, June is going to... Um, she sees Laron take the hit from this this strange shadow that kind of creeps up behind it and slices down on uh, on the Laron, um, and she calls out. She says, "All right, Laron, let's try your new skills, Earthquake." And um, the Laron steps forward, and so this is a move where everything within twenty feet of it is, as long as it's on the ground and not like a flying type, is targeted. Can I? maneuver so that it's just the opponents or would I be hitting everybody you're definitely going to be hitting a chew no matter what uh, because a chew is in the fray um, and tins just be honest do you think you would have moved to girder um, 20 plus feet away from the action how far is the tr- how long is the train tra- train car uh, we'll say 75 feet 80 feet Honestly, I probably want him like basically right on the other side of where the battle is, far enough away that he's not in everybody's way, but probably within twenty feet. Okay. Perfect. Well, June already called it out, so we'll do this. <laughs> uh, everybody needs to make a strength saving throw. It's the first time Lara or Bud is going to be using this. <clears throat> Double eighteen. Double eight fails. <laughs> DC seventeen. And semi poor at the twenty one. What about uh, old Probo Pass, vulnerable to ground? 17. You pass. Okay, so let me just roll uh, 48 real quick. So basically what Laron like, gets up on his hind legs and um, 
just does a, a leap forward a little bit and pounds his front hooves into the ground and you just see steel start to like ripple around the car um, in the bottom creating almost like shock waves uh, like a like a wave pool um, all around him uh, the semi-poor kind of acrobatically dives out of the way and so do his uh, two companions but the doublet's gonna take uh, a lot of damage because I think they're vulnerable. So eight plus two, that's 10, 14 plus, that's uh, plus seven is 21, plus five is 26. Uh, so those that um, passed take 13. Um, Dublade takes 52 and is knocked prone. Interesting that I can't just hold them down the minus button and <laughs> just have it. <laughs> yeah. You can just tap the bar and then hit minus 52, and that'll work. That's too late. I'm, 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 really? Yeah. Fancy okay. So Deblade is a prune. Perfect. Very powerful move. So uh, just to describe this a little bit, uh, June. I know you said rear back kind of hits... Uh, now that you know that the Dublade is taking catastrophic damage here, uh, kind of ar- artsy yeah. that up. Yeah, I just think he slams down like this. Like I said, the steel kind of ripples around the ground. Um, uh, maybe his <clears throat> or, uh, Bud's kind of teammates have seen him practice this with June before, so they know what's up and they leap at the at the last second or they're able to kind of dodge. Um, but the semi-poor is like an acrobatic mon- monkey, so they do some flips over some of these ways, but the Dublade uh, just gets a ripple straight to the base um, of these swords, and they kind of clink together as some of its kind of ghostly essence fades away and the swords just kind of drop down to the ground with a clang excellent love it uh morty you're up uh uh i, I chewed the, the little sword the, the little sword guy uh looks looks to be uh some kind of some vulnerable thing like let's uh let's pile on here uh rock throw and you. So you have advantage on this attack as well? Uh, not on ranged attacks have disadvantage against prone creatures. Uh, any attack made against Dublade has advantage. Oh, it's no guard. Yeah. Okay, so that would cancel out. Well, I've right. got I've got a sixteen and a nineteen. Uh, they both hit, so you're good. And, uh, two d six. 13 damage. And this is a rock move? It is a rock move. So is that halved? It is. Okay. Um, half, but it's not looking too great for Dublade as kind of the, the purple and pink kind of uh, ribbons off the hilt of the blade itself kind of begin to, as Joe mentioned, the ghostly essence is kind of wavering away, but they're starting to uh, shrivel up almost as if... Uh, time has been fast forwarded on these blades and they kind of begin to corrode a little bit as well. Um, next up is Simipor and um, the trainer goes, that Laron's a problem! Simipor! Scald! And it picks itself up and it takes a big deep breath and it fills its cheeks and it fires um, just a jet stream of water at Laron and I get disadvantage on this roll. 
Yeah, <laughs> you can make a wisdom save at the end of each of its turns. So let me do that for the end of last turn. Yeah, do that. Yeah, it's a 17. Uh, yeah, I got a six. So, okay. um, Scald. Still terrified. Uh, 22 is the first roll. Yeah. And 26 is the second one. So 22. Jesus Christ, what? Uh, that hits... I'll let you know if I want to use protect after I hear the damage. <laughs> 40 damage. <clears throat> Jesus, yeah, I'll protect. Uh, protect uh, when I am subject to a move, I can automatically avoid the damage on the first instance of the reaction. Any other time I want to use this move, um, I'll have to roll higher than a 15 for it to activate. But I do get to basically block that. So as this blast of water comes towards Laron, he throws up this kind of steel uh, ethereal shield to um, block this blast of water that just sprays across without damaging him. And as the spray kind of splits off that shield and hits the side to the battle subway, it's almost as if they get like snap absorbed into the side of the car um, and brings us back up to Jimmy. You are up. So Jimmy saw that um, Bachu could hit Dublade. I said it right the first time this time with Rock Throw, and taking that cue, um, this guy right here, Girder, is also going to use Rock Throw on Dublade. That is a 12. You, you get advantage. So you get to roll twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a second 12. <laughs> uh, that is not quite good enough. Um, Laron and Achu make a deck save. Uh, oh, good. Okay. Natural 20. <laughs> natural, natural 1. No. Uh, so roll roll damage for rock throw. Oh fuck. This is a mess. Uh rock throw is two D six plus four. Twelve. Uh a, a chew, just make sure whatever the vulnerabilities or resistances are that that's calculated. And up is doubled. Um, and double is, is rock super effective against rock? No, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't know if it's vulnerable or no. anything. I just wanted to make sure that 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 kind of cancels out. So, uh, for Dublade's turn, it actually can't. It's it's so weak it can't get itself up. And the trainer runs up, Dublade, no, and grabs it by its hilt and literally physically lifts it up and kind of kind of lofts it into the air. And the Dublade kind of springs back to life and it goes back into its no guard position. The cross blades, um, and that's the turn as the trainer kind of takes a couple steps back and is getting ready to to command Dublade further. Um, and June, you are up. All right. Um, I just had what I wanted to do. One moment. Uh, I want to release... Uh, I want to... Um, so you said that the car's like 20 feet up. Is there a way that I could switch out for um, uh, Cinder and have her kind of fly up out of the way so she's not in other people's space? Yes. 
So within, she's towards within, the ceiling? Within reason, given what the attacks are, it's it's much easier for Cinder to be out of the way than Laron, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, June just notices, you know, with the earthquake uh, almost hitting her friends, with them kind of bumping into each other, she just says, Laron, it's getting a little tight in here. Come back. And she... Uh, um, uh, she recalls Laron, who gets sucked back into her ball, and she says, Cinder, you're up. Fly up and uh, and keep a lookout. And um, she releases Cinder, and Cinder immediately takes to the sky as high as she could get to kind of be out of the way, but still within range of uh, of attacks. Okay. And that's my turn. Uh, excellent. Morty. Achoo. He's looking, he's looking all right, but... Uh, kind of Morty taking a cue off of uh, after June is going to uh, recall a chew and release Hantar the Hunter. <laughs> Hantar the Hantar. Hunt- <laughs> I don't know. Um, and uh, just try and uh, maybe make follow June's lead and make for a more tactical attack. Uh, that brings us to Simipore. So I'm going to do the roll again because I didn't do it at the end of the last turn. Uh, natural 20 on that um, to break out of the Oh, yeah, you uh, would have because anyway, it because it, uh, Liron left. So Glad I used a 20 on that. Um, <laughs> Dubblade uh, eyes up the Hauntar. And uh, the trainer kind of seems to get a little excited. And he goes, this is our time. Dubblade, shadow sneak. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Ghost Ghost. Why did you guys switch Pokemon instead of killing it? 23. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting tight. to use it on? Uh, Dubblade used Shadow Sneak on Hauntar. Hauntar. Oh, that's going to be super <clears throat> fun, isn't it? Yeah. Ghost on Ghost. Um, so... It does, it does a 20... What Shut I the fuck up. You know it hits. Come on. <laughs> uh, so that's 14 damage. And as the bonus action, um, the shadow sneak is going to fire off into another direction uh, at the girder uh, for a ranged attack. Um, and that's a, a 12. So I don't think that hits. Um, mm, uh, does it? Can fighting types get hit by ghosts? 12 doesn't hit, regardless. Uh, so I'm going to do Simipore's turn. They cannot. I didn't think so. Um, and uh, Cinder, taking to the skies, the the other trainer starts rubbing his hands together. This is it! Sim- uh Simipore, one more scald, and the Simipore eyes up and takes a deep breath and shoots a scald, and that is a 17. That will hit. Bring it on. 32. 32 damage on Cinder with the scald. Excellent. Uh, Sorry, buddy. And then Jimmy, June, Morty, you guys are up. Nice. Oh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill everybody on accident by attacking, but I'm gonna do it. So anyway. Cinder is out of the way, and Haunter, Haunter the Haunter, is uh, is not in your way either, because that would be like the two battling up front. So you should be good now, depending on how Cinder's in the ceiling. All right, let's rock throw the Dubblade. 
again. And this time, we're gonna roll, wait, with advantage. Okay, that'll probably do it. Uh, fucking 19. 19 definitely hits. Take it out. Wow, that was kind of cool. Uh, 11 damage. My, my D6 bounced up out of the dice thingy, the wooden one that that guy made us, and it fell back into the D6 slot. Oh, look at that. Power move. <laughs> and um, a six? Double, uh, no, double. Two. <laughs> uh, uh, girder, Lanny the Girder does in fact take down this dub blade despite resistance, so you are up to animate that as you choose with your rock throw. Can I take creative license and say that no, because I guess a girder is made of steel, not a rock. I never understood how the rocks just appear. <laughs> In Pokemon games, they just come out of the air. You could make it a steel throw. It doesn't have to be a boulder. Yeah. Can I do that, Kirk? Yes, go for it. Sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, girder, girder just, uh, like... Like a spear, actually throws the uh, throws his leg thing uh, at um, Dubblade, and uh, it just smashes one of the swords, which hits the other one right behind it. And they uh, let's say that it's like a train, right? Um, they they like are there are there like handholdy rails? Yes, if you want there to be, sure. <laughs> All right. It hits them so hard they nail the one of the handholdy rails, and the two swords actually bend around the rail, um, and then just slide down onto the ground, dead. And then Girder just slides on, sauntered, dead or fainted, whatever. Uh, They're taking a nap, I guess, is how Pokemon works. Um, <laughs> and Girder just saunters over and picks his leg back up. The the as this kind of you know this the big girder uh, walkie thingy leg throw happens the trainer's already kind of reeling backwards and as soon as this dub blade is fold the dub blade is folded in half again around the handrail it is at the back door and it says dub blade return and it pulls dub blade and it hops out the back door and he is out of car six um, June, so there's just one trainer left there's just one trainer left June you're up. Can you guys handle this while I go to the caboose? Are you saying that? I mean, we're trying to protect Mewtwo and we're like three cars away from him. I mean, you either go or don't. You you choose. Don't ask us. (laughs) Jimmy's going to suck up Girder and follow the guy who just ran off toward the back. Okay. Um, We'll we'll put that on. Actually, no, we'll, we'll actually follow that now. Um, you you make it through as you whip into from car six to car seven. Um, the 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 trainer is completely gone, completely gone. Give me a perception. Fascinating. Give me a perception check. Right. Eleven. Uh, the, the the trainer is just gone. You don't you don't pick up any cues from from the car itself. Okay, uh, I'm gonna keep heading back toward the caboose then. Okay, we'll we'll put you at the end of car uh, seven, and we'll jump back into the action here. Um, June, you would be up. June just yells to Morty, "Where did Jimmy going? We need help!" Uh, Cinder, 
come on! And Cinder kind of shakes off the water, extremely perturbed that she was just taking a nap and got blasted in the face with a super effective attack. Uh, and just flies down with two fast attacks. She's going to use quick attack and peck. Um, plus eight on both. It's a 19 and a 13. Uh, 19 hits. 19 hits? Okay, so that's, let's say that's the peck. Um, I rolled them both at the same time. I probably shouldn't have done that. So that's going to do 14 flying damage to the monkey as uh, Cinder just dive bombs and uh, pierces the water monkey with her beak. Um, Cinder is kind of free to go. You're now kind of in the classic two Pokemon uh, battling situation. So no friendly fire situations here. Um, Morty, you have a chew out. You are up. No, I have Hantar out. Or excuse me, Hantar out. Is using a bonus a, a bonus a potion a bonus action? <laughs> bonus. No, no. no. Right, that's that would be my. Um, um, uh, uh, all right, Hantar. Uh, let's let's see what you're working with here. Give give him the old one two. Hit him with the shadow punch. Oh, nice. And so, like in the Pokedex, it says it's unavoidable. Is that right? Yeah, it's an automatic hit. It's just hit. an automatic yep. hit, so I just roll damage? Yep. yep. That's sick. Yeah, it's just a little bit. It's less damage yeah. than a normal. But yeah, you can't miss. Six. So for 10 damage. Okay. That's 20, right? Oh, no, this is it. Never mind. Double plate's gone. Um... Well, it's the semi-pour, yeah. The, the, two, the two shots of the semi-pour kind of send it reeling back, and it kind of drops to one knee. Um... And the trainer kind of gets its it gets its own chest filled up, and it's like we're at least taking one of them out. Scald again on the bird. Sixteen. Uh, hits. Thirty-eight. Okay. Um. So we're gonna pause you there. Go back to Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on the door between car seven and car eight. I head into car eight, and we're going to car nine, right? Car nine is the last car. Yeah. Or is the well, it's car car nine is where Holma is? Right, and the Mewtwo, and Randy. Yeah, I'm, I'll head to car eight. See what's in there. Um, as soon as you burst into car eight, um, you notice that <clears throat> car eight. Um, is a little more narrow and that's because there's stairs going up either side of you um, and this particular car is a double decker maybe something as you were walking through you didn't notice before but it, it in fact is a double decker and at the opposite end of the subway car you actually just see the finishing sparks um, of a hole being opened into the tail end of car 8 as two more individuals in black with dark and blue uh, uh, dressed in black with blue, dark blue berets burst through that uh, hole they just opened. And as soon as they see you, one of them bolts up the stairs to go onto the second level, and one of them rears back and rolls out two Pokeballs. We'll put that on pause. Back to car... F- uh, back to car six. Um, uh, we have Simipore just went, so June, you are up. 
June's up. Uh, June's gonna <laughs> yell at Cinder. Hang in there, girl. Hang in there. And um, Cinder's kind of flailing around, uh, extremely perturbed at this these water attacks. She's gonna use quick attack and flail. I'm gonna roll these separately because flail's gonna do some damage. Uh, the quick attack is a natural one. Um, and flail is a 19. That hits. Uh, that's going to do 1d10 plus 5. I am below half of my health, so it's going to be double damage. So 1d10 is a 5, so 5 plus 5 is 10. 20 total normal damage to the monkey. The semi-poor uh, is knocked out. Describe that for me. Yeah, so um, so Cinder like, falls to the ground, actually, after this first... Uh, Scald, she gets so hurt, she falls to the ground, and in trying to get up, uh, she tries to, she's just flop, flopping around wildly, um, and she misses with one wing, but as she goes to whip around, uh, her anger gets hold of her, and she unleashes this just all-out, um, savage attack on, on the, the, uh, the monkey with beak, with, uh, with talons um just going to town on this thing uh, and pinning it to the ground where it finally just kind of stops breathing well breathes a little less heavy i guess <laughs> falls asleep um the pokemon is knocked out and the um trainer is already hitting the sprints to go back a car uh recalling semi-poor and hitting the door between car six and seven. Uh, All right, Morty, let's go. She turns to Morty and uh, picks up Cinder actually with her hands um, and carries her as they Morty, run uh, as he's picking, or as June's picking Cinder up, uh, rips a potion off of his bandolier and gives Cinder a potion. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, Thanks, roll Morty. that. Uh, so I do have one question, Joe. The level nine for nurse, it's when you use a consumable that heals. It says, my sheet says your Pokemon. Is it only my Pokemon or is it any? Uh, I think we decided last time you could use it for anybody. Yeah, I'm going right. to DM. I think we DM overrid it. Whatever it does say, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's kind of your thing. So Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so you get to roll twice? Yes. <clears throat> or nice. Six. Six health. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, June is appreciative. Thanks, Morty. I'm also. I don't know. Can I also, can I use my pure heart as well? Or is that yeah. just a? Yeah, I'm gonna just use that to the full extent. So we're level nine. We're level nine. Nine trainers. So yeah. So I'm gonna heal for another forty-five. On sender. Four D five. Forty. No, forty-five. Oh, 45, use, nice. Yeah, 45. Way to go. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, June is going to hand Cinder over so you could work your magic as uh, as they're kind of running. Yep, as we're moving. Running through. And as we, as we enter the other car, Morty just throws Cinder up in the air and Cinder takes flight. Yes. Very cool. Beautiful, majestic flight. Um, as you... <laughs> uh, so you guys are just kind of on a dead sprint bolting six seven as you guys burst into car seven the trainer that you were just in pursuit of is gone it's gone um, uh yeah 
Um, who's the last one through the door? Would it be June or Morty? It would probably be Morty. Uh, Morty, give me a perception check. Natural 20. Let's go. Nice. As you're kind of working on Cinder and bursting through kind of the gap between this, the opening door from seven leading, do you notice to the right, as you open the door, you notice to the right that there's a hole that's kind of been cut in between the two cars um, that is just wide enough for a body to, to squeeze through, for them to perhaps press their press their body through and, and dipped from the from the subway car completely or just be right outside. It's an entry point. Entry and right. exit point. Okay. Um, back to tens. You have a train. So he threw out two Pokemon. Can I throw out two? Um, you can. I mean, you can, but you can only control one at a time. Is he only going to control? No, he is not. He's better than you. Bullshit. <laughs> it's better than you. Alright, well then I'll throw a girder. Uh girder hits the hits the ground um, and is getting ready to square off as both of these uh, Pokeballs open up. Marowak! Sudowoodo! Stop him! Um, and that's what evolves in front of you, and uh, you hear you hear from uh, up kind of like you know above you but forward you hear steps running across the top of the double decker kind of heading back towards your end um i'm tens i'm going to give you a little bit of a little bit of freedom here to you know you kind of understand that somebody can come in come down the stairs behind you you're not too sure where june and morty are so i'm going to give you a little bit of uh leeway here if you do want to release another pokemon and maybe give them a command and whatever just get creative kind of develop this scenario for yourself a little bit yeah so i'll i'll drop uh behind me and tell her to uh let me see no and you can yeah, can I just have her hold a side beam for if somebody comes around the corner? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will also actually for for shits and gigs do an annual handling check. Let's see where Yanma is. <laughs> Come on, Yanma. Yanma is a sixteen. Good. Okay, so. Uh, Yanma rips through the the top of this battle subway thing with so much force it just kind of skips off the ground and kind of like pops up and the silly ass ribbon still flying behind on its tail and the hole (laughs) in the top of the battle subway is like reconstructing itself um, and kind of seals back up as it as you look up you can see the hole from the floor on the double decker all the way through the top and it's just as Yanma just ripped through and it kind of puzzled and it, it uh, it springs kind of to life so you can attempt to give Yanma command or, or change up your plan a little bit here but Yanma is in the fray alright I'll have him prepare again uh, to, to Sonic Boom Okay. whoever uh, pops out if a Pokemon pops out and also as a bonus action double team okay um, yeah with the idea that like basically if somebody comes in behind me and he double teams um, he can he can basically screen the whole narrow car with the two guys. That sounds good. So to, to draw it up, June and Morty coming up through car seven, about to meet 
uh, Jimmy in car eight. Jimmy holding down two trainers on the double-decker car of the battle subway. Um, and in front of him is a Marowak and a Sudowoodo. And who knows what's coming out the top. But all that's important is Yanma's back. <laughs> 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 <laughs>